I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. On June 22nd, the marketing arm of the U.S. Department of Commerce, Select USA, in partnership with the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, GBIC, held a conference at the Brownsville Event Center. This is one of the highlights of that GBIC Select USA conference. Located at South Padre Island, Elon Musk's SpaceX garners global attention for our region. The executive director of the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, Helen Ramirez, said that she is proud of one data point in particular. If I were to talk about any data point that I'm most proud of is that, you know, 98% of Starship is built with our workforce, you know, Brownsville Cameron County workforce. Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation Executive Director Helen Ramirez spoke about the impact of SpaceX. One of the reasons we're all here is really a celebration of a company that is one of the most innovative in the history of, of the world as we know it. And the fact that, you know, they're building one of the largest badass rockets here um, in our backyard in Cameron County in the city of Brownsville is, is amazing and that we're going to be able to witness um, this inflection in our history. And um, this is real and this is really happening here. And when you hear this, remember my words, when you hear that sonic boom uh, to a boom and then there's a boom after that. Um, but, but really, I mean, it, it is, you know, I always talk about like, do, do people in the community really realize what's going on? And I'll tell you a couple of stories is, you know, there's a story of um, a welder that used to fly to Houston in the oil and gas and work on a platform and leave his family for multiple months. Uh, out of the year to, you know, for a certain salary that, that was great as a contract employee with no health care, um, to now working for SpaceX, welding, um, being able to spend time with his family, um, being there for his kids with benefits, and while he happened to have an autistic child, so it was even more powerful for him and his family. So we experience a lot of what we call brain drain, right? A lot of people. Are, we have a talent uh, pool of educated youth that end up leaving the region um, because of the lack of job opportunities. So the importance of the fact that, if you go to the next slide, um, I don't know if it's that slide. This is not that slide, but anyway, what we're gonna talk about is how the numbers, right? The numbers speak for themselves. Um, this community and many border communities, I was talking to at the Texas Lyceum about the new border economy. And it was at the University of um, El Paso, UT, uh, in Texas, and they were talking about um, how there's certain stereotypes that are very much associated with the region and the border economy, and it's really up to us and our conversations as you leave this room and you talk to friends and family in the region, even in North Brownsville, wherever you go, about what we're doing, about what you do, and what you're seeing. Because I think all of you get it, if you didn't get it, you wouldn't be here in this room with us. Um, and so part of that is saying, hey, you know, Brownsville, where are the best places to live? We are one of the most safest cities in the United States of America. 
And you know, a lot of the things we are doing digital inclusion and equity with the broadband initiative. So where we where we are and where we're going is a story that that's why you have L'Express. Um, you know, newspaper here on Monday interviewing important people in our community. It is kind of like the Wall Street Journal of French newspaper here wanting to tell our story. Sometimes we don't even tell it. We have people, newspapers internationally that tell our story and we don't tell our story. But that's part of some of the work that we do and that's part of why we're here. The next slide. I think today, this morning, we really talked about the five modes of transportation. Locally, normally, when you talk about what a mobility plan that the city is undertaking, and, and I know the RGBMPO also, um, which, um, which Judge Trevino is the chair of, is talks about space as a mode of transportation. You know, that's really the end game. That's what they want to aspire to be and do. So when we talk about our mobility plan, we'll we're writing one of the first multimodal transportation plans that take five modes of transportation in the history of the United States. I called Florida to see if they had done it. I said, you know, why reinvent the wheel? Has someone really thought about how space integrates into the transportation network? They hadn't. Space Coast Florida has really done its own thing. We will be the first city county in the nation to really have, say, how do we integrate that into our network so not everybody's stuck everywhere, right, as they work. And the Port of Brownsville, as, as the economic generator it is, how do all those modes of transportation work together? Next slide. You know, this morning, Brent Arsenault, um, I know Natalie spoke about, you know, the future of the next frontier of the space economy. The fact that they're locating here, they're growing here, and they believe in what we're doing, and then they tell the world about us is very important because this is a great place to do business. It's an easy, I think what you've heard today is, it's an easy place to, to do business. You know, we're not Austin. We don't want to be, you know, or any, we don't want to be another city. We want to be us. You know, and we don't want to be known for a you know, permitting process that takes an hour, a year and a half to two years. You know, we don't, and we won't be there. That's why we redid our codes. The city is doing a new permit permitting system, spending a million dollars on just how do we streamline permits because we know it can be difficult. So it's those types of things that the, the city is doing, that the county is doing to really accelerate um, the space economy in our region. Next slide. Um, and then, you know, a testament to that is, yes, SpaceX is at Boca Chica, but it's also at our airport. You know, our, you know, and, and that speaks to, you know, those, those are things like, you know, Elon visits your warehouse and, you know, within 45 days, it's got to be up, running, permitted and everything. So, you know, that's the type of customer service that we provide. Um, and that's the, it's not about, um, you know, to them, days are months, right? That's how accelerated development is. And I know many of our partners here. Um, Texas Southwest College work with them. I know UTRG is working with them the scholarship program that they've just announced this morning uh, with 9.8 Capital. Many of you are in interns. We're like, they're hiring local interns, giving them the preferences. Why are you going to bring interns from other states when we have them here? We call the, you know, through our career center, give, prioritize them, right? And so, you know, we're seeing a lot of that, that collaboration and local network. Um, and so when we talk about space, I, 
and we always talk about industrial space and the lack of that space. And so I think one of the important things that we're doing is building new space out. Um, the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation owns 729 acres, and we did an award through a request for interest process uh, working with the World Trade Center Industrial Mexico there in Houston. And also to them, they see Brownsville as a good midpoint uh, of connectivity between Houston and San Luis Potosí, Querétaro, and other cities where they're expanding, and of course, Matamoros. So that's really important because here we are, um, you know, I know it's important to have different size industrial parks from the North Brownsville Industrial Park, which is two, five, and 10 acres to Godem's announcement of their industrial park along um, 511, uh, the future I-169, to also a large master plan industrial park. That's really important, right? I mean, who can we attract with that? You know, we can attract a lot of different companies with that industrial park and their supply chain. Next slide. So these are the numbers in the big numbers. Um, I would say, you know, not only of the, you know, someone said talked about 71% of the 1,600 direct employees are from Brownsville, I mean, are local from Cameron County, uh, six, over 6,000 jobs in the county. That's powerful. That's our largest employer right there. Boom. And then we have all this direct investment on a, a state, the scale. Having the space pockets here, you know, visit uh, SpaceX. Um, you know, the county and the city is a testament to, to the importance of this region, right? And having them even visit downtown Brownsville, our airport. So they're looking at all the amenities that make this region successful um, and giving it the importance that it deserves. But I think one of the, the, if I were to talk about any data point that I'm most proud of is that, you know, 98% of Starship is built with our workforce, you know, Brownsville, Cameron County workforce. It's not California, it's not Florida. Yes, the Raptor engine is built in Hawthorne, but really we build it. And, and you know, Mark talked about Steel Coast and intergenerational uh, workforce that we have. Rich Products also talks about that. Um, and so if you treat them right, you give them great certification and training and raises, you know, we have this multi-generational workforce that we need to keep here because, you know, Michigan's, you know, wants to hire them. TSC talks about once you get your, your certain certification, scaffolding, other states are already putting job offers on the table before graduation to go out of state because other states, you know, that's the power of also being an average age of 29. We have a young workforce, trained, skilled, talented people here that can not only build the most important rocket in the history of the United States in this world, but can ship build, ship break, and do many other, and they have a lot of talent. Uh, you know, that's one of the best things I think we can talk to, tell people, because the stigma is always, it's built somewhere else, and it's not built here. No, but it's built here, here in Brownsville. This really speaks to workforce, on a regional level, um, that our average age, and the fact that we're multi-generational. We'll be having a careers and coffee event at the event center in September, because we have a lot of companies that really want to hire. The last careers and coffee event, we had 3,000 jobs, careers, 3,000 here, 3,000. And we had, the first one we had about 4,000, we had 7,000 people signed up and we haven't registered to come back.
Um, and what we're seeing is a lot of people are coming back. You know, some people I talk to, you know, you visit people, getting to know people in 2019, live in Dallas. I'm not going to come back to Brownsville in like six years. Well, guess what? They moved in two years, even during COVID. And so I remind them, like, didn't you say you're going to move six years? Oh, well, well, there's not, there's not much happening or in my field in Dallas. So I'm moving to Brownsville because I have more opportunity here. And that's impressive. Cheapig, what we did was launch our launch BTX. It really is a grant fund for small business and any kind of companies or startups that need training money, equipment money to do R&D with any of our higher educational institutions, you know, whether it's TSC, UTRGV, even we added even BISD career and training and technical ed education because we know BISD is also has its STEM programs and their seniors, they want, to, they want them to participate in R&D. So I'm like, make it easy for them, you know, and why don't we provide um, grants to this where here we see um, innovative companies with emerging technologies in aerospace, defense, mobility, transportation, partner with our educational institutions to really innovate and take it to the next level. You know what happens after they graduate or something, or after they obtain a certificate or, or, or participate? They're then hired by that company. So it's a really great way for GPIC help here, train them, buy up equipment, what have you. At the end of that, you have a pathway to success and a job. And you know what? And it's not just any job, it's an emerging technology. So it's a cool job, right? It's, you know. So that's kind of the things that we want to do, really break barriers and really innovate, but really innovate, you know, being cutting edge in any way. And you know what, some of these companies are going to make it and some aren't. But you know, those kids, they've had internships, they've been trained, they've met one of the most successful companies that are innovating. Innovation is failing forward fast and getting up and, and going to the next, next best thing, right? or the next thing. And maybe you fail fast forward and then you get up again. Because if you have fear, you'll never innovate. And how will we improve? That was the executive director of the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, Helen Ramirez, during a recent Select USA conference held at the Brownsville Events Center. The Brownsville conference was one of just 12 Select USA conferences held throughout the United States in conjunction with the Select USA conference in Washington, D.C. I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.